You have reached a phone call from Paul. Prepare to be entertained and moved. A chat with Claudia Rankin, part two. This this workshop you're doing now, um, what what was it called again? Image and text is that image and text. Image and text. You feel that in a way it gives you relief from from thinking about the things that we associate you with so much now. Your 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 most recent book, probably Citizen, that in a, in a way the images don't you you can you can think about things in a different way than what you're called upon to, to comment upon all the time. Yes, I mean yes and no. I um, Nicholas Mueller, Mueller. That's the um, Catherine Taylor, Nicholas Mueller. Those are the two brain. Um, geniuses behind the the week, but um, yeah, I mean yes, in the sense that um, the concerns of a book like Citizen come so much out of the world and a world that has demonstrated a sort of lack of imagination um, in its ability to move forward from. Um, you know, anti-black racism. Um, whereas here, the imagination rules. And it rules, but it doesn't mean that those issues don't come up. Yes. And so um, the poet Christine Hume is here, and she wrote this fantastic litany um, that began... Um, I think the line was, my hands were so white that they poured white into the white. And, you know, and it was just one thing after another thing after another thing. And um, and so she wrote this list of things that each time, my hands were so white that they, you know. And, um, and so then she gave that to us and I was saying that I I would love to have a joke because I had photographed two people laughing and I said, Oh, could we could people give me jokes? And nobody came up with any jokes, but then Christine had this thing. My hands were so white that they poured white into white and then everybody laughed. And then I thought, oh, let's use these as the jokes. So then we recorded those as the jokes and had the images of the of the people laughing. And and then we had to laugh. So then we recorded, you know, a group of women laughing. <laughs> and and that's the kind of thing that happens here, you know. What what is what is marvelous about that is that when you asked for a joke, it wasn't. A, a joke that came, but something that made people laugh. Right. Like there was no somebody. Um, the 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 writer John Keane gave us some bad jokes, but nobody laughed because they were really bad jokes. But <laughs> but then when Christine, um, when I started reading Christine's writing out loud, this litany, people did laugh. 
But so. you know, to, to come back to to my my query, in some way, these subjects that you you you're investigating in in citizen, you can now look at them in a sense obliquely during, mm -hmm. during this residency. Definitely, and I think, you know, I think one of the reasons Christine wanted, I think in a sense that she might have been influenced by my presence in the writing of that. Because she did say to me, you know, I have this line that's been in my head, this beginning of a line, my hands were so white. And I, I, I'm sure that telling me was a way of, in a sense, addressing the concerns of citizens. Mm. So that that material was so alive for her here means that the concerns are alive for all of us all the time, you know, in a way. Mm. But the way in which they get addressed here um Partly because it's so collaborative and so so full of play, in a sense. Um, there's not a sense that one needs to um, work in any way to correct anything, but more just to to, to see what happens. And um, it allows for all kinds of interesting thoughts to come up. Um, and you know, there, there, there. I think there are four black writers here, um, a bunch of Italians, some from Italy living in Germany. There, you know, so there are people. There's a there's a Brit. There, um, um, white women from the United States. You know. How, so all how, kinds how, of how was concerns. the trip um, to London? How was I, because I remember when we, when we saw each other, you were about to go, and you didn't quite know what resonance your work would have over there. Yeah, I I went. Um, it was mostly Penguin released the book in London. Um, I think July second or third. So it was mostly a press um, um, visit. Um, I, I was on Radio 4, or Television 4, and on the BBC, and um, did interviews for The Guardian and some other yeah, I saw papers. Yeah, I saw The Guardian piece, which was extraordinary. Um, and actually, actually, I have to tell you something that was very funny that happened. I, you know, so I went, and it was fantastic because the publisher, um, Donald, and the um, press agent, um, Emma, were fantastic. They were fun, you know, so despite having to do all of the press or along with having to do all the press and talking to some very interesting people, I had um, these two people who were a lot of fun, so we had a great week laughing about this and that and the next thing. <laughs> and, um, and 
the, I guess the day before I left, I that night I was on TV4. The next morning, I'm at Heathrow Airport, and, you know, I'm going through security, and they pull me over, and I'm thinking, I can't believe this. I cannot believe that I'm being racially profiled in Heathrow Airport, and, um, you know, after a week of people telling me that racism does not exist in Britain in the way that it exists in the United States by, you know, partly because they're just not guns in the way that we have it here. But so I'm just, you know, they've taken my bag and they're gesturing me over to the side. And I'm like, Shit. yeah, sorry. I'm yeah, just please, like, please, please. I can't, I can't believe this. No. I, you know, so I'm, 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 and I'm getting, I'm getting a little irritated, but so it's more in my stance. So, you know, I go over. I'm not going to say anything. Um, and just, and he says, he says, Madame. And I'm like, yes. And he says, oh, you know, I'm not really concerned with your bag at all. I just wanted to tell you that I saw you on TV4 last night, and I think that everything you said was absolutely right. <laughs> Speak about another surprise. I mean, you had a surprise in a in a museum, but you had another surprise here. Exactly. Uh, you you know, and in in a way, what is so extraordinary about this, Claudia, to my mind, is just. Um, what we imagine something will be and how it turns out to be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, of course, it turns out to be precisely what, what you imagine. imagine it to be, which is, I think, what you, what you talk about sometimes, you know, without joking, very, mm -hmm. very painfully so, that things are as they appear. Exactly. So this was a lovely surprise. It was wonderful. I I I almost wanted to just laugh. You know. Did you Did you engage with with that security person more? Did you, yeah, yeah. It turned. You know, because he. Um, what I had said on the television was that um, the situation for black people um, there in Britain might might not reach the level of catastrophe, but that we, you know, they still come out of a post-colonial um, situation where, um, uh, you know, the sense of immigrants coming over create a different um, sense of value for those bodies in that culture. And um, so this man was saying he, that he had come from the Caribbean and that he felt that often he um, he was subject to, to this kind of treatment and that it's true that he wasn't going to be shot, but, but he did feel that he was constantly negotiating microaggressions on a day-to-day -day mm. level. But it, it's, you know, um, 
so it was just it was what it a was, moment, huh? What yeah, a, it was what a, it a was a nice moment. What, what a what a setting. Um, but yeah, I was like, maybe you could have just told me that. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I didn't need to go through this. And and the irony of 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 it. Um, right, so that what, you have to be, you have to take on the systems. Um, mechanisms in order to, to 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 have a moment of agreement, you know. A moment of agreement, and the moment for him probably of uh, some form of intimacy of telling yes. you, of telling you something that probably, despite what what is said about about Great Britain, is very difficult to, to reckon with. Yeah, and it was also very interesting to me because many of the white reviewers said to me, um, these are specific um, problems in the States. And yet, I met, I, it was about 50-50, so I met with um, three separate black women um, uh, to be interviewed, and they said that reading the book was like reading their mind. So it was an interesting disconnect, you know? Um, I mean, I think you've 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 uh, you've answered my question about, in, at least in part, about what it was like to visit to visit Great Britain. I mean, mm-hmm. to visit London. Yeah, and and in in many ways, the the comment which I hear quite often when when I go to Europe, yes, but that is that's what happens in the U.S. It's a it's a way also of taking away the burden that maybe exactly. that maybe exists over there in a, it maybe in a different shape but still right. exists. I'm wondering if you if at this point in time um, you you feel at all hopeful about what what has happened. Obama's recent um, recent address. If you the eulogy, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I the thing is, I always feel hopeful. This is <laughs> this is the thing, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it's nearly like an. I, is it an admission of weakness to to feel hopeful? No, I don't think so. No, I, I mean, I think it's it's an admission of humanness, I think. Yeah. And it's an admission of understanding that sometimes structural failures, even though they're propped up by individuals, don't account for all individuals, right? Yeah. And um, so one has fantastic interactions with many people um, all the time. And also disastrous ones all the time. <laughs> and one, one confirms the other and then vice versa. Exactly. And it's always self-correcting in some way. So um, it was fantastic. What the, the, the eulogy, I thought, was a beautiful thing. It was, it was one of those moments when you feel like if you have a child, how do you explain this murder to them? You know, nine people gunned down in a place where they felt the most safe, um, doing Bible study of all things. And then you get the eulogy and you realize this is it. This is the thing that you can give to the child that both explains 
points to certain failures, like being part of a gun culture, um, and also points to resilience and community. So that, you know, I, I was very thankful and full of gratitude for that eulogy. Um, and then one thinks, does it need to get to that level? Um, do things need to get that bad? In order to have that, yeah. yeah. Um, I also think that perhaps he wouldn't have been able to give that kind of eulogy in his first term. You know, it's like all of it has to do with timing and things coming together. And, stay, and probably what you were saying about yourself, staying with something for a long time mm -hmm. before, before one is able in some way to deeply react. Exactly. You know, it was interesting to, I don't know where I read it, but he wasn't sure that he would sing. Um, and I think his wife, Michelle Obama, had said to him, maybe it's not a good idea. And then the president felt that this would bring people together, mm -hmm. truly, a moment of grace in that way. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, and especially a song like that, that has the history of um, coming out of the white imagination's understanding that slavery is really a great, great wrong, you know? That, that that song written out of that kind of moment arriving inside that eulogy after a death or a group, a number of deaths um, pulled from white supremacy couldn't have been more correct in a way. Claudia, it's it's wonderful, wonderful to talk to you. I feel, um, you know, it's a beginning. Oh, it's lovely talking to you. It's always it, lovely talking it, to you. It really, really is. And and um, I I hope the 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 rest of this fantastic. I mean, I wish I I could just be there. Of this fantastic. Um, setting of of image and and text continues to inspire you and and provide laughter and inspiration and and all of the things that 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 you need and um i look forward to talking to you very soon again me too and, and, have, um, have a great weekend yeah you do too okay be, be well much love much love bye 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 bye